Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World. Get out your ice skates. The rink at Rockefeller Center in New York City opens this coming Tuesday. It's amazing. It's going to be 80 degrees here in the ice capital of the world, Minnesota, USA. I don't know what, wonder what the temperature is going to be Tuesday in uh, Rockefeller Center in New York City. Anyway, at 10 in the morning on Tuesday, Sochi Olympic uh, gold medalists Merrill Davis and Charlie White will kick off the new season of skating with a special performance. Now, there's one new thing this year, night skating between 1030 and midnight on selected evenings for $45 per person. And make a note of this. <clears throat> Excuse me. The rink opens at 830 every morning. That's the best time to beat the crowds on the ice. But make your reservations or buy packages online at the rink at rockcenter.com. Rink at Rockefeller Center opens Tuesday, closes next year right after Easter. Right now, though, welcome to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm travel journalist Rudy Maxa. And every weekend, the show's goal is to keep you abreast of news and travel, bring you guests who enrich your life, maybe even encourage you to get out and see the world. Now, I do believe you can travel without leaving your own hometown or even your living room chair. We do it all the time via books and movies, after all. This show wants to take you places by opening windows on the world through interesting interviews. And if you're moved to hit the road now and then because of something you're on the show, well, all the better. At about 18 minutes after this hour, I want you to meet a travel writer named Frank Buris. He recently took a travel junket to the rather down-and-out South American country of Guyana. Now, a travel junket or FAM trip, that's short for familiarity trip, is something that destinations, resorts, cruise ships, even restaurants invite travel journalists to attend. And normally all their expenses are paid from transportation to lodging to food and entertainment. The unspoken hope, of course, by the entity inviting those journalists is that they'll then go home and write glowing things about the folks who treated them so well or put them on a radio show, for example. If you open the travel section of almost every major U.S. newspaper other than, oh, I don't know, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the L.A. Times, Boston Globe, maybe, you'll see a lot of those articles. I know because I've written them. And if I've taken, and I've taken the free trips, I should tell you, from time to time, if I thought the destination was of interest and I've had an assignment or a good idea of where I can place a story, I rarely have time to accept those invitations uh, or have in the last 20 years, haven't had a lot of time to accept those. But some travel writers almost live on the road going from one junket to another. Constant debate about other writers and broadcasters being essentially bought often they are, and my guest Frank Buris turned his junket to Guyana into a thoughtful essay on the uneasy dance between a host and a guest. And whether you, the public, is being served well by those of us who write or broadcast about sponsored travel. So we'll meet Frank uh, coming up. It's a really fascinating essay. One's, it's won a lot of uh, travel writing awards. Then speaking of great destinations, uh, the folks who run the famous Lonely Planet guidebooks pulled their worldwide network of contributors to nail down the 10 ultimate travel destinations in the world. You might be interested to hear if you've been to any of them. Here's a hint. Only one of them is in the U.S. Then travel to Cuba is hot, but most folks are going on organized trips. It can be pretty expensive. I've, I've been looking at prices for trips to Cuba. It's like $6,000 a week. Well, Carol Pucci, she's a formal travel writer, former travel writer for the Seattle Times, put together her own trip. We're going to find out how difficult that is to do and what it cost her. She joins me at about 43 after the hour. And finally, some of America's high-end spas and places that offer wellness retreats are adding a new component to their menus, psychics. Psychics, really. 
Perry Garfinkel, who writes extensively about alternative health and spirituality, joins me to round out the hour and explain the phenomenon. First, a quick look at some of this week's news and travel. Well, to say things didn't go well this week with Air France's management team is a vast understatement. On Monday, workers besieged two Air France executives at the airline's headquarters, tearing off their clothes before they could escape by climbing over a chain-link fence. See, what's going on is Air France is trying to cut costs but to become more competitive with low-cost carriers such as Ryanair, while also trying to go head-to-head with golf carriers who are cutting into Air France's long-haul flights to and from Asia. The workers' union blamed rabble-rousers, said those weren't union workers who assaulted the uh, execs. Air France said it would file a criminal complaint for aggravated assault. And the next day, the airline replaced its chief labor negotiator, one of the guys who was assaulted and I guess probably didn't mind being replaced, but said the change had been planned months ago. It was not, un- was not related to the labor violence. So how many drone flights are too many drone flights? Well, a Chicago-based aerial photography company called Skypan International learned the answer to that question this week when the Federal Aviation Administration proposed a $1.9 million fine on the company for allegedly endangering the skies above New York and Chicago. Well, I don't know if they were endangering the skies. They were endangering perhaps planes in the skies. The FAA said Skypan flew drones in restricted airspace above New York and Chicago 65 times from March of 2012 through last December. 43 of those flights were said to take place near New York's three major airports. The company had no immediate comment. Last week, I told you about the escape of a tarantula from a container when it was being loaded onto a Delta flight at Baltimore Airport. Flight was scuttled. The spider was found. No harm was done. But this week came the dreadful news of a man who was bitten by a flesh-eating spider while midway through his trip of a lifetime on a flight from Doha in the Emirates to Cape Town, South Africa. And I'm not exaggerating calling this spider a flesh-eater. The poor guy, the British lawyer, the victim, nearly lost a leg as a result of that bite on board. The doctors told him he was lucky he didn't die from the bite of the brown recluse spider when he was a passenger aboard a Qatar Airways flight. By the time the plane landed, his leg had ballooned, turned black, and it was almost bursting open. He was rushed to a hospital where doctors cut away a large part of his leg where the spider had eaten his flesh. What what remained resembled, he said, something from a horror film, quote-unquote. Enjoy your breakfast. I'm doing you a favor and not posting a photo of his leg on my Facebook page, but during his month in the South Africa hospital, this poor guy underwent three operations in a skin graft, and three months on now, he's still recovering, receiving medical attention, and he's planning on filing a lawsuit against the airline, and he swears he will never fly again. Speaking of never flying again, U.S. Airways will fly its last flight by next weekend. Then they'll all be officially American Airlines flights. This week, American CEO Doug Parker assured Charlotte, North Carolina, that American will keep a robust presence at the airport. Of course, that's what American told some TWA hubs when it swallowed TWA. Didn't take long for those vows during Hallow. But Charlotte is American's, sec- American's second busiest hub after Dallas-Fort Worth, so maybe this time American will keep its word. The fact that North Carolina has exempted American, and only American Airlines, from having to pay taxes on jet fuel doesn't hurt things. And USAirways.com, the website, will disappear next Saturday. It'll just evaporate into ether. But all U.S. Airways planes won't be repainted with AA's colors until about 2017. Aren't you glad you weren't out walking on that all-glass footbridge in China that stretches over a national geological park in Hunan province? The glass cracked this week while tourists were walking on it, and terrified visitors ran screaming back to terra firma. The glass-bottom structure is suspended 3,500 feet above sea level. It's a long fall. But Chinese tourism officials say, no, no worries. No, the crack had no impact on safety. Don't worry about it. Step right up, folks. Check. And don't do this. A 46-year-old Italian due to fly out of Rome on a business trip was running late for his flight, so he called it a bomb threat that delayed the flight for two hours. 
He claimed he'd heard two men speaking Arabic discussing an attack on the plane. Turns out it was a hoax. Somehow uh, authorities identified him. He may now spend a little time in prison and could be banned from flying. All right, coming up when we come back, Frank Buris, a Minneapolis-based travel writer whose book, Branding Guiana, was selected as a notable travel writing for the, uh, the best American travel writing of 2015. We'll talk with him about this strange world of travel writers and junkets when we come back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. When you book your next trip with Orbitz, you can get Orbitz rewards and then use your rewards instantly. Get it, use it. Now, to remember this, we wrote you a dramatic poem. Get it, use it. 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 Book your trip with Orbitz. Get Orbitz rewards and use them instantly. Only on Orbitz. Orbitz rewards. Instant vacation gratification. Learn more today by visiting Orbitz.com slash rewards. I'd like to extend a warm welcome to our newest sponsor, MyPillow.com. The carries and I have been using a MyPillow pillow now for weeks, and we're loving them. They're American-made and guaranteed to provide the best sleep you've ever had. Rudy Max's world listeners receive a special buy one, get one free offer. So if you suffer from snoring, insomnia, neck pain, migraines, allergies, sleep apnea, TMJ, and more, get the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own by calling 800-775-1983 or go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code Rudy. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Hey, folks, Robert Carey here to alert you that our friends at Emerald Waterways just alerted us about an exciting new destination, Mystical Myanmar and the Irrawaddy River. Discover the best Myanmar has to offer on a -a once-of-a-lifetime river expedition. Book by October 31st and receive free airfare from select gateways. But space is limited, so you're going to want to act fast. Emerald's also extended their free airfare offer when booking Owners One bedroom suites and Grand Balcony suites on their European itineraries. Info and free brochures at emeraldwaterways.com or rudymaxa.com. Today's pork cast is looking mighty delicious. We'll have some smoky hot pork chops starting at around 5 p.m. With a cool cucumber tomato salad breezing in from the north at about 6. It'll be a beautiful evening in the tri-state area. Perfect for grilling. So be sure to pick up some New York pork chops on your way home. For your up-to-the-minute recipe forecast, visit porkbeinspired.com backslash podcast. Pork, be inspired. This message funded by America's pork producers and the Pork Checkoff. Connect with the program, call 800 387 8025. That's 800 387 8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour. And I'm happy to tell you that this part of the show is brought to you by relieffactor.com. Now, thanks to this show, there are so many people in our audience who are taking Relief Factor to get and stay out of pain. I'm talking about Arthritis pain, back, neck, shoulder, foot, knee pain, muscle aches, and more. 
This is an email from Tina in Cleveland. I struggled for 25 years with very serious depression and anxiety attacks and have taken antidepressants and multiple anxiety meds for years. Then I read that inflammation can have a terrible effect on cognition, so I gave Relief Factor a try after hearing about it on your show. A year later, I'm so much better, not a single episode of depression or anxiety in nearly eight months. Plus, my husband had horrible neck pain for 30 years due to a car accident. I got him to try Relief Factor. Ten days he was out of pain. Now we're telling five to ten people a week about Relief Factor. Truly amazing stuff. We're telling you about it now. Sometimes after decades of ongoing pain, many of our listeners are now pain-free because of relief factors. So if you or someone you know is struggling with pain, you know it's dangerous to keep taking those over-the-counter prescription pain meds, try Relief Factor. It's your all-natural advantage over chronic pain. Get a two-week quick start kit for $19.95 by going to relieffactor.com. Relief two-week quick start pack, $19.95. We know it works, and soon you will too. Relieffactor.com. You know, in the travel business, there are a lot of travel writers who travel all over, all over the world and, uh, frankly, don't pay a penny for it because they're on what is called a travel junket. It's been around for decades. It's a controversial thing. Some newspapers like the New York Times and Washington Post say, well, none of our travel writers are allowed to take a free trip. But guess what? They do. I know. I used to work at the Washington Post, and I know people at the New York Times. Who have... Anyway, long and short of it is, I read a fascinating article on a travel junket that examined who's scratching whose back, what it all means, and it's called Branding Guiana, and it's by Frank Burris, who is a uh, author and a travel writer based in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Guiana, of course, is a country in South America's North Atlantic coast, just below Venezuela. Um, not exactly a booming country. Uh, and I'm delighted to have Frank on the show to talk about travel junkets and what they mean and how you should look at articles by travel writers in various publications. Frank, first of all, a, a junket to Guiana, that is not exactly a hot vacation spot. No, it's not. It's not. In fact, Guiana is, is trying to attract more tourists, and they're sort of building their ecotourism and that sort of thing. Because, like, uh, just over the border in Venezuela, they've had a lot of success um, with bringing in tourists. But Guyana is, is has been behind. You know, it's a poor country. They don't have much development and um, a lot of money for that. And so that's one of the kind of strategies to kind of spur economic development is to bring in. Tourism. So, so you got a call from uh, Guiana Tourism Bureau or a public relations firm representing him saying, hey, come on a trip and write a piece about what a great eco-travel destination Guiana is. Is that a fair summation? Yeah, that's basically it, yeah. And and and, and, and as I said to intro, there's always a debate. I mean, I, I have taken travel junkets. I really don't have time to do that much anymore. But when I was just starting travel writing, occasionally I would take an invitation. And you do learn, but as you point out in your piece, piece there's this implicit suggestion that if we're paying your way and your accommodations, et cetera, you know, you're going to write a favorable piece, right? Right, exactly, exactly. I mean, that's kind of the whole point of them is to sell the destination. And and the, and the travel writers who are, are good at that get invited back and, and who can do that. You know, and the other ones like me don't. <laughs> Excuse me, that was right. Right, but so how do you... How do you, how do you as a reader, how does a reader look at a travel piece in a major travel magazine or a newspaper, and go, of course they liked it. I mean, of course they liked it. They were comped. Everything was free. It was a four thousand dollar trip. They didn't pay a penny. How do you, how do you? I mean, when I, I got to tell you, when I take if I take a free trip, which is very infrequent, I say that I was hosted by my. I want the reader to know, and mm-hmm. I try not to pull any punches about it. And it's a trip I want to go on, not just because I'm bored and somebody's giving me a free trip. But what do you do as a journalist? How do you how do you tell people to read these articles? Gosh, it's really difficult because 
you know, even the the whole logic of travel sections is such that they have to sell ads to the travel companies. And so even if you have a story that you did independently that, that doesn't isn't selling the destination but wasn't part of a travel uh, press trip, um, then it's, it's hard to get to sell that story, actually, because they want stories that make people want to travel. And so it's it's hard to disassemble which stories are the product of press trips and which are just part of that ecosystem where you're just promoting travel all the time. You know, you, so it's, it, go ahead, sir. I was just going to say, your piece was stunning, first of all, in the in how primitive the uh, tourism infrastructure is in Guyana, and how many mm-hmm. bites? You, and how many bite? What was what was biting you inside your legs all the time? <laughs> Chiggers. Chiggers. Yeah. A, a hundred of bites. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. So yeah, what were you? What, away eventually. What, what were you thinking as you were traveling through Guyana, and I presume you were with some other travel journalists who were being uh, hosted as well, comped as well. What yeah. were you thinking about the entire? project? Well, I did actually try to think of, okay, can I can I make a case for this as being uh, the next eco-tourism destination? And, you know, and, and I tried to kind of wrap my head around that, and I couldn't really, it just didn't feel right. Because it, it, there isn't, I mean, Guyana's a rough country, and that's part of why it has, I mean, it has a lot of rainforest, and it has great wildlife, and amazing, I mean, huge parts of the country. So if you want that but it's got the eco, but it doesn't have the tourism, you know, and there's a sort of contradiction there. And so so eventually that just didn't feel like I could do that in a way that that felt right. And so I yet, thought, yet, well, maybe I could. Yet I'm, sure you're, yet I'm sure you were aware this is a small, poor country. And I don't uh, to, the word sympathize might be the wrong word, but I, I, I presume you felt for them. You knew what they were trying to do. They're trying to build their economy a bit by bringing in tourists. You know, you don't want to go go back and write a piece saying never go to Guyana, you know. Right, right, right. No, I actually like Guyana quite a bit, um, and it's actually the kind of place that I that I like to go to because it's a little on the rough side, and it doesn't have you're not guaranteed comfort all the time. And those are the kind of places where I enjoy traveling. But but a lot of people on the trip, you know, want sort of the, have this kind of sense of entitlement to comfort, and you know that's just not what you get, and that's just not an honest portrayal of what Guyana is like. And so I felt felt like it's better to you know, just say, say, here's here's the way it is, and the people who like this kind of thing can go there. And you do say, here's the way it is. My guest is Frank Burris. He's a Minnesota-based author and travel writer, and we're going to put a link to his article, which I found fascinating, and, and if you're interested in travel writing and the thoughts of, a very frank thoughts of somebody visiting a country that has brought travel writers down, this is a piece for you. Um, it is. Uh, it appeared in NowhereMag.com, which is an online travel magazine, NowhereMag.com. Again, we're going to put a link to it on my Facebook page, Rudy Max at Travel Leisure, the fan page. Hit the like button while you're there. Uh, Frank, What your piece is brutally honest. You're honest about what the Ministry of Tourism was trying to do, what you felt you could and couldn't do as a writer, the pressure you feel taking a free trip. Uh, what kind of reaction did you get when this piece was published? Um, it stimulated quite a bit of, converse, of discussion in travel writing circles. You know, I don't know what, I didn't get any sort of official reaction from Guyana or from editors at travel sections or whatnot, but I know they've read it. Um, you know, but, but but it did stimulate this debate because between among travel writers, because travel writers are in this weird position where you have to sell stories and you have to, and to do that, you have to sell destinations. And so, 
it's just your, and I try to kind of show that in the piece, how people are caught in this machine, this $7 billion travel industry machine. Mm-hmm. And you, you, know? you, you didn't hear from the people who invited you on the press trip, like, hey, that wasn't the kind of piece we were looking for. No, I mean, Kirk, Kirk our guide, was pretty, um, he's, he's actually wrote a great guidebook to Guyana, and he, he knows all the rough edges to Guyana, and, you know, I, I'm, <clears throat> I haven't talked to him about it, but, um, but, but, but he was fairly, um, sympathetic. I mean, Ex- and not sympathetic, but, acceptance. you know, he knows. The acceptance yeah, of he it. knows that he knows what Guyana is really like. I should tell you, if you as a listener going, Guyana, Guyana, that sounds sort of familiar. Probably the only reason you know is that back in 1978, that's where the famous Jonestown Massacre t- uh, took place, uh, or infamous, I should say. And uh, and Mr. Frank Burris's piece is, uh, and I, I just want to quote one of your sentences here, Frank. These trips, these trips being free trips hosted by a country or a destination or resort, these trips are the dirty secret of the travel writing industry and a small part of what freelance writer Mike Albo once called, quote, a secret underground economy of promotion, favors and junkets and banquets and gifts that keep a destination in motion and keep underpaid writers at work. So true. I think this is great reading. Frank, I want to thank you for, uh, I mean, I just think it's such a brutally honest piece, and I think people who are interested in trying to make judgments about where to go for travel writing ought to read this. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks for having me. I have to tell you, I can't stress enough among travel writers, the cons- and editors for that matter, of magazines and newspa- travel sections and newspapers, how uh, heated the debate is about taking free trips. But I can tell you that when you read a piece almost in any American newspaper, except for maybe major ones like the L.A. Times, Washington Post, or New York Times, some of those pieces of travel writers have had free trips, and what do you know? They like the place. Anyway, keep that in mind. Keep a gimlet eye on those kind of articles. We'll take a break. Don't go away. Rudy Max's world by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about relief factor. Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now, I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. You can save time and money when you let emails.com do the heavy lifting by planning your meals and organizing your grocery list. I save two to three hours a week by not having to search for recipes, write a list, or wander around the grocery store trying to figure out what's for dinner. Each week, I get a new delicious recipe with a corresponding grocery list in my inbox and free phone app. Life is easier with emails.com. Get two weeks of emails free by going to emails, that's E-M-E-A-L-S.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Phone 
lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Now, back to Rudy Maxa's World. This portion of the program is sponsored by MyPillow.com. Have you checked out these pillows? If not, why not? They also offer travel pillows as well. And listeners of the show get to buy one and get one free. They come with a 10-year warranty not to go flat and contain a patented interlocking fill that adjusts to your individual needs. Uh, if you're like the carries me, you've probably tried a lot of pillows over the years at home and hotels or wherever, but something special about my pillows. Check them out. My pillows are all made in America with all American materials. They can be washed and dried, something pretty interesting to me. Come with a 60-day guarantee to provide the best sleep of your life, and if they don't, just return them for a full refund. So go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, to get your buy one, get one free special. So it's a risk-free trial, as they say. You can also call 800-775-1983 or go to MyPillow.com. Again, enter the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, and you'll get that two-for-one deal. It's also a direct link at RudyMaxa.com if you look under sponsors. So as I promised at the top of the hour, the folks at uh, Lonely Planet Guides pulled their uh, worldwide array of correspondents who write their guidebooks or contribute to their guidebooks to, to create a list called the Ultimate T Travel Top Ten. You know I don't much like lists, but it is sort of interesting because this is coming from a reliable and trusted source, and I was interested in the top ten places in the world as defined by Lonely Planet contributors. Robert Barton joins me from London. He's the associate publisher of Lonely Planet. Mr. Barton, welcome to the show. Hi, Rudy. Hello. So, we've got this top ten list. Are these in order? Is number one the number one, or are they all equally weighted? It is. Uh, that, was, that was very much the point of the book. Um, and I think that's what sort of set it, sets it aside from uh, sort of other bucket lists. It's, it was basically um, a way of, uh, sort of us presenting our, you know, our ranked list. So, they're, they're, they're one to ten. Um, we asked our, you know, our staff and our um, community of authors around the world, to you know, nominate the places that um, you know, most amazed them, that you know, were the most memorable places that they had, that they had visited. Well, um, I'm, I'm sure our listeners are dying to know whether they've been to any of them. Do you want to give us, say, oh, give me 10, 9, 8, and 7 here? <laughs> uh, okay, at number 10, we had the uh, Hagia Sophia, which um, is in Istanbul. Um, and that's an absolutely fascinating place. It was... Um, it was first a cathedral, it then became a mosque, um, it's now a uh, museum, and it's right, it's, it's right on that sort of you know, crossroads between East and West, um, you know, right. culturally. Um, at number nine, there's the Alhambra in uh, Spain, it's in a small uh, city called Granada in the south. Um, then at eight, we have uh, Iguazu Falls um, on the sort of Brazil-Argentina border, ah, yes. which um, is one of those sort of natural wonders of, of the world, really. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. And number seven is the Colosseum in Italy. I was sort of surprised by that. I mean, it is a great structure, but uh, uh, were you surprised by that? Uh, I think. Well, I think very, it's, um, what all these places have in common is that they um, they inspire the imagination. I think the you know, the Colosseum. Once you're inside, once you're away from you know, the hubbub of Rome around True. you. Um, you, you, you do get into that, you know, the, the, the mindset of a you know, imperial Roman gladiator. It, <laughs> it is one of the places that does sort of transport you, and I think that, that's, that's true for a lot of a lot of the sites that we have. Um, the yeah, you know, the yeah, and number Alhambra, six, for example. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, the, the Alhambra, for example. You know, you're back into Moorish Spain. You know, it's hundreds of years ago. 
Um, it's having a very different culturally to uh, the Spain of today. But um, yeah, again, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful monument. Beautiful to... complex, no question about it. Number six is the only one in the top ten that's in the United States, and it is? Uh, that's the Grand Canyon National Park. Hooray! Um, which, exactly. Um, and I think it, it's significant. It's a national park as well. I think uh, the states, uh, is, you know, I guess the, the, the founder of the concept of the national park, you know, they created the National Park Service um, 150 years ago almost. Um, so, yeah, the fact that you've got a national park up there in the top ten, I think, is you know, a great testament to that to that vision. Um, yeah, but but you know, there are there are other national parks um, around the world that also come up pretty high. No question. And because we only have two minutes left, let me run through the others. The Taj Mahal in India, of course, the Great Wall of China, Machu Picchu in Peru, the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, and the temples at Angkor, uh, Angkor Wat in Cambodia. So I'm looking at these, and only three are natural. The Great Barrier Reef, the Grand Canyon, and the Iguazu Falls in Brazil are three natural, you know, natural places where all the rest natural are man-made. And that's, yeah. that's interesting that... Uh, uh, it is. I mean, they, they're they very much marvels of um, human engineering in the case of um, you know, the Great Wall of China, um, architecture, um, culture as well. I think if you look at the temples of uh, you know, Angkor Wat, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's an ancient Hindu Hindu culture in, in Cambodia. Um, and it's, I guess it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's about human creativity, um, you know, human expression. Um, and that's, you know, that's one of the reasons we travel is to... experience other cultures and um, see see the world like that. No question. There are uh, there are many more sites in the book, which is called Ultimate Travel. It's published by uh, Lonely Planet, and uh, it was compiled by um, correspondents for the local uh, and contributors to the many many Lonely Planets uh, uh, guidebooks there are. And on the, in the list of 500 in the book, 27 of them, by the way, in the United States. Um, Robin uh, Barton, thank you so much for stopping by. I appreciate you taking time out of your weekend. Thank you. Robin Barton is the associate publisher of Lonely Planet. Uh, guide, and uh, you can find more details on this book called Ultimate Travel by going to LonelyPlanet.com. I'm Rudy Maxa. Stick around when we come back. How to go to Cuba by yourself. Rudy Maxa's world phone lines are open anytime. So call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. I'd like to extend a warm welcome to our newest sponsor, MyPillow.com. The Carries and I have been using a MyPillow pillow now for weeks, and we're loving them. They're American-made and guaranteed to provide the best sleep you've ever had. Rudy Max's world listeners receive a special buy one, get one free offer. So if you suffer from snoring, insomnia, neck pain, migraines, allergies, sleep apnea, TMJ, and more, get the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own by calling 800-775-1983 or go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code Rudy. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. Mom, I can't do my math homework. I just don't get it. I'm no good at math. I hate math. I've always considered myself a good mother, but when it came to my son Billy's math, I was at a loss. It wasn't that he didn't try, but he kept falling further behind and losing confidence. Then a friend told me about Math Made Easy DVDs. You can order any subject from arithmetic to fractions, percents, algebra, even calculus. Concepts are simplified in an entertaining way. 
helps the students enjoy learning at their own pace in the convenience of home. It's as easy as watching TV. Best of all, it's affordable for everyone. Listen, end the frustration. Call Math Made Easy. Call now for a 30-day risk-free trial. 800-USA-MATH. Now that school is in full swing, it's important for your child to keep up with the fast-moving classroom pace. With Math Made Easy, your child will always be one step ahead. Call now, 800-USA-MATH. That's 800-USA-6284. Or visit us at mathmadeeasy.com. You may think being totally blind is the greatest challenge I face, but actually, it's the fact that I'm often wide awake at 3 a.m. and struggling to stay awake in the middle of the day. This is called Non-24, and it affects up to 70% of people who are totally blind like me. It makes just getting through the day a real struggle. Learn more about Non-24 by calling 855-856-2424 or visiting learnmorenon24.com. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. I've always liked anything that rolls, explodes, and makes noise. Jay Leno's back with a new show about the rides that move us. It is more than just about cars. It's about style. It's about the personalities, why people like cars. It's about the way vehicles make you feel. Every car has a story, and everybody has a story about their car. It's not just about fancy cars. It's about vehicles that touch a nerve. Jay Leno's Garage. All new Wednesdays at 10. It's having a story that goes with the car. CNBC. Today's pork cast is looking mighty delicious. We'll have some smoky hot pork chops starting at around 5 p.m. With a cool cucumber tomato salad breezing in from the north at about 6. It'll be a beautiful evening in the tri-state area. Perfect for grilling. So be sure to pick up some New York pork chops on your way home. For your up-to-the-minute recipe forecast, visit porkbeinspired.com backslash forecast. Pork, be inspired. This message funded by America's Pork Producers and the Pork Checkoff. participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. It's 43 minutes after the hour, and just before the commercial break, I said uh, our next guest would describe how to go to Cuba by yourself. The more precise wording should have been how to go to Cuba on your own, because that's what Carol Pucci did. She is a formal travel, travel writer, former travel writer for the Seattle Times, and she now uh, is a freelance travel writer. Her website is travel.carolpucci.com, and she went to Cuba on her own. Carol, welcome to the show. Hi, Rudy. Thank you. It's been a long time since we've talked. Um, uh, now, now I, I, I mentioned to the audience earlier this hour that... Uh, I have watched, I've seen all these ads for week-long trips to Cuba, and they're all like, they seem like $6,000 seems to be sort of the median price. Have you discovered that as well? That's true. Um, they average out to around $500 a day. What's and on with top that? of that, many of them are charging six dollars to $700 for a 30-minute round-trip flight between Miami and Havana. Right. What, what is with, well, let's, not, let's leave them aside for the moment. Sure. You decided to go on your own. How difficult was that to put together? How did you do it? And give us a ballpark figure of how much it costs. There's all my well, questions in uh, one, one question. Sure. And that was a few years ago. And actually, I'm a journalist, and journalists could always go on their own, as they can now. Right. Um, I did part of the trip with Global Exchange, which was part of a tour, and then I spent about a week traveling on my own. But more to the point, it's easier now than ever for um, regular people to do this. Um, 
as of about six months ago, the government changed its rules, and about 12 categories of people can now travel to Cuba on their own um, under what's called a general license. And all you need to do is be prepared to show that you are going for a humanitarian project, uh, educational, religious, arts and culture, athletic, uh, professional research, uh, journalism. In other words, um, there's very few people who would not fit into one of those categories. And then once you do, um, you travel the way everybody else does. Remember, Canadians and Europeans have been doing this for years, no restrictions. And um, there are plenty of resources out there in terms of the web and uh, online hotel booking. And it's no really no different than traveling anywhere else. Okay, so you self-declare that you're going there for one of the uh, uh, permit, permissible reasons. And then you can make it just an individual uh, airline ticket? That, that you can, uh, although from the United States, the airlines themselves here are still retri- restricted to charter. But if you decide to travel from Canada or Mexico, right. uh, the, the Canadian Airlines fly, Aero Cubano flies, and you can pick up a flight between, say, Cancun and Havana or Vancouver and Havana for the same price as you would uh, three, four hundred, about five hundred dollars, probably. Right. Okay. So you got your flights down. Now accommodations. There's a shortage of hotel rooms there, as we all. Their infrastructure is not very well developed, at least in Havana. Um, but I gather there are a lot of guest houses and an Airbnb is there now. I understand. And there are. There's an excellent site called Cuba Junkie. It's Havana based. It's been around for a while. And in fact, I booked a what they call a bed and breakfast, or they call it a casa particulare on this site. And these are people who have rooms in their homes. They're uh, regulated by the government, so they're very nice. They often have their own bathrooms. Sometimes the people provide meals for an extra cost. And you can find these on Airbnb through Cuba Junkie or basically on TripAdvisor. If you do a search for Cuban um, B&Bs, many of these will come up. And I presume you can spend a day there. Yeah, you as, as an individual can also book hotels on their websites, and although we hear they're booked up, mainly that's for groups. An individual probably won't have too much of a problem. And I presume you can spend a day in Havana without spending $500. Well, you certainly can. Um, it's um, Many things you know, are very uh, relatively inexpensive. Uh, if you're not on a tour and you're just on your own, you can eat in a family-owned restaurant uh, or travel the way the Cubans do, exchange a little money into what they're called pesos cubanos, and enter the Cuban economy and uh, go to an ice cream parlor like La Copilia, which is the Disneyland of ice cream parlors in Cuba, and sit down and have five scoops of ice cream for about the equivalent of 25 cents. Terrific. Well, this is good to know because I know a lot of people are going, well, it's so expensive to go, so expensive to go. Um, um, I I have your blog spot here, which is Carol A. Pucci, middle initial A, Carol, uh, Carol A. Pucci, Hyphen tips at blogspot.com. Well, let me tell you, let me, let's do it this way. I'm sure Janet has put it on my Facebook fan page, a link. Does, do you, have you written about this trip on your blog? Yes, I have. And okay. um, all this information can be found on my blog at www.carolpucci.travel.com. Okay, yeah, that much better. Tra- uh, www.travel.carolpucci.com. Again, a link on my Facebook fan page at Rudy Max at Travel and Leisure. Carol, thank you for the advice. It's good to know that we can go as an independent traveler. Appreciate your stopping by. When we come back, psychics at your spa. We'll talk about it with Perry Garvin.
To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. And this segment of America's number one travel show is sponsored by Emerald Waterways. We invite you to journey to a new and exciting destination with Emerald Waterways. Mystical Myanmar and the Irrawaddy River. Discover the very best that Myanmar has to offer on a once-in-a-lifetime once river expedition. If you book by the end of this month, October 31st, you'll receive free airfare from select getaways, but space is limited, so book now. Emerald Waterways has also extended its free airfare for you when you book owners, one-bedroom suites, and grand balcony suites on European itineraries. Or fly to Europe for just $4.95 for all other stateroom categories on their European itineraries. You've been hearing us talk about these river cruises for a while, and boy you got to check out emeraldwaterways.com. Get their free brochure and engage in a personal information session with one of their specialists. It's easy. With Emerald Waterways, you'll travel along Europe's most picturesque rivers and panoramic landscapes, valleys, and villages. You'll visit the center of great cities. Their ships include spectacular features like onboard pools and cinemas, innovative open-air systems in all cabins on the Vista and Horizon decks. Your shore excursions are included at no additional charge, and you'll experience first-class service from an English-speaking crew, complimentary Wi-Fi, beer and wine, spacious accommodations, all gratuities, transfers, and port charges are also included. You cannot beat the value on one of the most stylish, innovative cruise ships by Emerald Waterways. So whether it's Europe or Asia, check out emeraldwaterways.com. Get their brochure. Tell them you heard about it on Rudy Max's World. Or just go to rudymaxa.com, look under Sponsors, and make a quick, simple click. And it is done. All right. <clears throat> Perry Garfinkel is a longtime journalist. He's been covering alternative health and trends in spirituality for more than three decades. His uh, best-selling book, Buddha or Bust, uh, uh, grew out of a fascinating piece for the Wall Street Journal. Um, and uh, he did also a piece for the Wall Street Journal about psychics in residence at, or available, they may not be in residence at, at health spas and other wellness centers. Perry, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thanks a lot, Rudy. All right, so what you know? What is this? This is uh, is is this a trend to have psychics at places where you're supposed to go get healthy? It definitely is. It's a, and I think it's a natural progression, a kind of extension of our interest in the interconnection between mind and body, which is what the wellness movement is moving to, with a lot of research corroborating that. But now. This is interesting, extending to mind, body, and spirit, which includes metaphysics. So we see not only psychics in residence or uh, intuitive counselors or mediums, as they like to call themselves, but also tarot and astrology readings and other non-traditional practices. Well, I, I, yeah, I interviewed Susie Ellis, who's president of Spa Finder Wellness, um, who's been you know, tracking these trends for many years, and she said... Um, uh, that it's really interesting because there's an increasing open-mindedness to more ways of trying to achieve um, some sort of uh, wellness, and, and, and that in a few ways, uh, well, so, these people have gone, you know, to these usually discounted kinds of practices. Well, well so you, you write that the Canyon Ranch, which is certainly a very well-known resort with properties in Arizona and, and Massachusetts, 
report a 20% increase in metaphysical bookings since 2010. Um, we only have about two minutes left, Perry, so we've got to keep this quick. Where, where, do you, where did you get your readings? Where can people go for these? You work um, in a hotel Bel Air in L.A.? I started at the Bel Air Hotel in Los Angeles, which had a woman uh, named Susan King, who's their uh, recycling residence, and she's actually going to be there November 4th to 9th. But in Tucson, I went to Canyon Ranch and Miraval, which is another wellness destination. But there's, they're all over the place, from uh, Jackson, Full, Wyoming, where you can get your soul red. Your uh, you soul red. And what's this about a clairvoyant at, at, at the Norwich Inn in Connecticut who does tarot readings? Uh, of all conservative places in, in, in conservative Connecticut, Norwich Inn has a clairvoyant named uh, Paula Upton. Uh, but there, you know, there, I, I was amazed, frankly, that there was that this was a growing trend. I just thought I had found one woman at the Bel Air. But um, you know, in India, there, uh, it's it's sort of uh, de rigueur to have a, a, an astrologer in residence, about as common as concierges. But um, well, you went yeah, in this I, as a skeptic. I, did you did you get anything out of this? I got out of this that, as they say, trust your intuition. So I went in, you know, to an intuitive. But I learned that my own intuition about judging, you know, how off the off the page the psychic is, uh, will help me decide whether I should go for them. The woman who told me to trust my guardian angels, pixies, and fairies, I didn't trust them. <laughs> Not so much, Rudy. <laughs> I see, I see. Um, but is the theory that this sort of, well, we've only got 45 seconds left, Barry, but does it open your mind? Is that the theory that, 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 that this is just going to make you maybe more open to new experiences? Well, uh, you know, people who go to the spas and wellness retreats are looking to become open. You know, whether it's opening their pores or opening their minds, Mm. they want to move to another place. And certainly, you know, the next frontier is, you know, metaphysics. After we've mastered how the mind and the body work together, there's these other realms. And uh, I found that the women I met, mostly women go to psychics at these places, are in a vulnerable place. So... You know, I do offer uh, a consumer beware kind of warning. You know, be careful. Don't trust everything. Take it all with a grain of salt. But got it. I, I, I was open to it, and uh, I, I actually got three psychics to say the same thing to me. All right, read, you can, Perry. I got to cut you off. PerryGarfinkel.com. Read more about it there. We're coming to the end of the hour. Jeff Ryder is my engineer. Janet Acevedo McDonald is my executive producer. My associate travel producer is Melissa Hunter. Hey, thanks for stopping by this weekend. Let's do it again next weekend together. I'm Rudy Maxa. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Maxa's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.